everybody. Welcome to the Homeworkies podcast. We are so excited for this interview today. Uh, we have one of our biggest hall stars is here. The queen of the Hardies is here. We are talking with Erin Krako today and I am film critic Rachel Wagner. Caroline is here. Hey y'all. Yes. And Erin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Well, it is my great pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. Well, we're thrilled to have you here. And before we dive into some of your projects, we just like to ask our guests, how did you uh, get started in acting and uh, and in uh, your career? Oh my, well, this is going back a couple of years. <laughs> um, how did I get started? Well, I mean, it, I guess it sort of depends on, on what you consider starting, but I'll, I'll just let you know when mm-hmm. I got the bug. I yeah. was five and a half when my brother was born and I was very used to having all of the attention. And so I suddenly had to share. Um, my parents were very good about giving us both attention, <laughs> but it was never enough for young Aaron. So I, um, I started just kind of, you know, doing like silly characters around the house and stuff. And um, when there were opportunities to be in plays at school or in community theater, that was always something that I was interested in um, and and participated in. So I would say I, I certainly have my brother to thank. Um, and, and then as far as like, you know, when I started taking it more seriously, I was very lucky in that uh, the town where I grew up in Florida, we have this incredible art school, the Alexander W. Dreyfus Junior School of the Arts. Um, long name, but great school. And uh, and so I, I went to this performing arts high school and I studied drama there and they really took it quite seriously. And, um, and that was really where I decided that I wanted to make a career out of it and audition for, uh, for theater schools in, in college and, and see if I could make a real go of it. Mm-hmm. How was that? That was a long answer. No, that was great. That was really great. Uh, so uh, that sounds, so did you start acting pretty early then? Well, yeah. I mean, again, it depends what you, what you consider starting. Right. Like for me, I, I was doing school plays and things like that. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't doing anything like professional, professional at a young age, but yeah, I was, I was acting since I was a kid. Great. Well, so your uh, role as Elizabeth, uh, that must've been very exciting when you got the, the, the role in, uh, for When Calls the Heart. Yes, of course. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> being an actor, you know, there, there isn't very much job security and you're kind of bouncing from one thing to the next. And, um, you know, I, I have been, I, I have been very lucky, call, call it lucky, call it blessed, whatever you're comfortable with. I, I'm, I'm very grateful to have had the opportunities I've had. And um, when calls the heart was a project that I felt very connected to from the very first time I read the casting breakdown or or learned anything about the project Um, and so obviously that enthusiasm was there from me but to find out that they they liked me back that was a great feeling and here we are Mm -hmm. later. amazing yeah what is your favorite part about um, playing Elizabeth 
You know, these these favorite questions always get me, Caroline, because I am, as you know, pretty indecisive and I, I have a hard time choosing, but you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's got personality, folks. Uh, but as far as my favorite part of playing Elizabeth on One Calls the Heart, uh, I think the first answer that comes to mind, and, and this probably is my answer, is the people. I love the people I work with. I, um, I just, I, I can't say enough good things about them. I've met some of my very best friends working on One Calls the Heart. Uh, I miss them when I'm not in Canada. I, I miss our, our, our entire cast and crew. It's just made up of some really, really incredible human beings. And um, so they come first for me. Yes. That's great. Uh, yeah, we really enjoyed any time that we've gotten to talk to anybody, uh, especially Andrea. We've been able to interview her uh, like four times, I think. So uh, we love uh, we love anybody we've gotten to talk with on What Calls the Heart. Uh, and so I'm curious, uh, did you read any of the books uh, before or during your role? Or did you find that kind of distracting from the scripts and you want to just stick to the scripts? I did. I haven't read all of them, but I did, uh, before starting, read some of Jeanette Oaks' incredible work. Uh, obviously very grateful for her because she inspired it all, all the entire world of Hope Valley and One Calls the Heart. Um, uh, you know, I never felt any pressure to try to um, replicate anything. I, I never felt like anyone was putting pressure on me to deliver a certain performance based on um, Jeanette's beautiful books or based on um, the character that Poppy Drayton so beautifully originated in the One Calls the Heart movie. Um, it, it, it always just felt like I had a very real freedom to bring this character to life in the way that felt, felt most authentic to me and my performance. And I'm really grateful that I was given that, that freedom. Yeah. yeah so now we have uh, this love triangle in uh, in these last couple seasons. And so do you find yourself thinking, kind of putting the pieces together for yourself and trying to decide who you think that Elizabeth should be with? Or do you just let the, the writers figure that out? <laughs> Great question. Um, well, I, I have been pretty involved in, in that process. Um, John Tinker, our, our new showrunner this season, is, he's been incredibly collaborative. He's been a great partner um, in, in bringing season eight to life. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't do a ton of sitting back and letting things happen when it comes to One Calls the Heart. I, I care deeply about our show and I, I've been probably more involved than I should from very early on. Um, but but the, the, the truth when it comes to this, this big decision and the love triangle is that there were a lot of people weighing in here. We had our, all of our producers, our, our writers, the network, um, you know, there were, there were a lot of people that we wanted to please and um, obviously, it's a challenging situation now because Kevin and Chris are both so remarkable and um, their characters are as well. And our parties are 
very passionate about who they think Elizabeth should end no. up. <laughs> It's true. Um, and so it's just been a, a challenge to, to navigate this story. Um, anyway, this was sort of a long yeah. here. But so do, I, but you, do you, I know you can't tell us which team you're on, but do you have secretly have a team? <laughs> no, no. I think the bottom line here is that because both guys are so wonderful, I really would have been truly, truly happy with either one. Um, and I mean that genuinely. They're, they're, um, they are incredible human beings to work with and the characters that they've brought to life are both really wonderful for lots of different ways. Um, so, you know, I don't think we could have gone wrong here. Mm -hmm. We just had to make it. Do you think that in this season they will be successful in, because one thing about the love triangle is that once she makes the decision, we have to really feel like she's in love with the person, right? Like, mm -hmm. and uh, so do you think they'll be able to, are they going to be able to get that passion in, in the one she does choose finally when she makes the choice? Oh, you want passion, huh? Yeah, okay. we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say, I would say there's a fair amount of uh, heat in season yes. eight. Sure. Yeah, I would say that. That's great. That's good. We love your scenes with the children. Like, what is it like seeing them like grow up before your eyes like that? <laughs> Caroline, it's kind of a rough transition going from the heat and the passion <laughs> of the love triangle scenes with the children, but but I'll go with it. Um, Let it flow. You know, <laughs> they, those scenes with with our child actors, including the Taylor twins who play Little Jack, they are some of my very favorites. And and that was an unfortunate. Um, an unfortunate situation this season, just because, you know, with the pandemic, we felt very protective of the kids. And um, so there, there are significantly fewer scenes like the scenes in the schoolhouse where I'm teaching the entire yeah. children. And there aren't as many scenes with little Jack either. We've just, we kind of had to dial things back uh, to be extra careful and cautious this season. So my hope is that, um, you know, I always hope this, but I hope that our numbers for season eight are so good. Our ratings are so good that Hallmark Channel has to pick us up for season nine. And then, you know, by then, hopefully our world will be um, out of the woods, so to speak, and we'll be able to tell more stories with the kids. I need season nine, 10, 11, 12. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah we noticed that about the premiere that there w was weren't any scenes with the with the kids so that you know and we understand why but that was that was a uh, that was too bad because that it, is one of our favorites you know it really is I and mean, you gotta know I feel similarly it felt like a real it felt like a missing piece this season and mm -hmm. and you know this season is going to be truly exciting for many other reasons um it's a very very full season with a lot of exciting stories but um but that is something that i absolutely miss about yeah. um miss in season eight especially little uh little opals our favorite well one of our Aww. favorites we love <laughs> yeah. ava g cooper she, yeah she's she's so cute. <laughs> that's really fun and this season you have the new new family 
the moving in that we haven't seen them yet but um with that must have been fun to work with viv and oh, his family are just gonna love the canfield family they yeah. are they're so wonderful such rich interesting characters yes working with viv was obviously a delight he's a, a hallmark favorite um and so fun that he got to bring his real life daughter and son with him onto the show. Um, it's really, really special. Um, you know, we have a few family connections on our show already with, with Ava G. Cooper and Christian Cooper, um, real life siblings. But, but yeah, just so wonderful that he gets to work with his children. And then, you know, adding into the fold, Natasha Burnett, who plays uh, his wife, Minnie, it's just such a beautiful um, family and, and a truly heartwarming story. Um, I don't know how much you know about yeah. the stories we're telling with, with the Canfields, but well, I'll just... we know that the, the one daughter is blind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Angela, the daughter is blind and that's been an, um, a really, um, it's just been a really rich story for me to get to be a part of because I'm doing a lot of scenes with Minnie who is incredible incredibly protective of her daughter, Angela, and wants to kind of keep her out of Mrs. Thornton's school. So there's a lot of conflict there, um, but but truly a lot of vulnerability wrapped up in that. Um, just some really exciting, emotional stories there. Mm-hmm. We just want to take a break from the show just to have a little check-in before we go on in the show. So we actually want to talk about our sponsor for this week, um, BetterHelp. Uh, In 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about your mental health, about your happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It can make us sick and therapy helps. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now. Maybe you need some tools to help. Maybe you've got stress, insecurity, problems in your relationship, um, are not dealing well with things going on in your life. And that's what therapy can be. Whatever you need, don't be ashamed because normal humans struggle and they start to feel better and that's okay. It's good to start to feel better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers you video, phone, or a live chat session with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. The good thing is BetterHelp is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Hallmarkies Podcasts. And listeners can get 10% off of their first month of better at betterhelp.com slash hallmarkies. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash Hallmark Keys. Tell us about It Was Always You coming up this uh, this weekend. Uh, tell us about it, the story, a little bit about the story, your role. I, I can't help but smile every time I think about this movie. Mm-hmm. It is truly one of my favorites. I am so excited to share it with our viewers. Uh, it's It was just this fantastic script written by Kathy Clovis. As soon as I read it, I knew I loved it. I knew Tyler would be perfect in this role and he unsurprisingly delivered. Um, he was just so much fun to work with. The, the story 
is about this woman also named Elizabeth, um, who is really just kind of following her, her life plan according to her lists. So she's, um, she's going to college and then dental school and then getting engaged to the man she expected she should marry and, and just really doing everything according to a certain plan. Um, and she, you know, there's a storm that knocks, knocks out the bridge. And so she's separated from her fiance and she's forced to continue planning her wedding with the help of his brother, David, played by Tyler. And it is, it's over the course of this time that they spend together and their, um, their unorthodox friendship, I guess, that Elizabeth discovers she, she's just lost sight of who she really is and what actually makes her happy. And um, Tyler's character really helps her reconnect with that sense of self and that happiness. And it's through that um, self-discovery really that she realizes perhaps she's not um, engaged to the person she's meant to be with. Mm. Um, that sounds fun. I don't fun. want to give away too much, but yeah. I, will say, <laughs> I will say sparks fly. Ooh. Uh, it's popcorn. A really nice. Yes, Caroline, popcorn. <laughs> um, <laughs> sparks fly. There's popcorn. What else do you need? Uh, it's a really nice romance, and mm. I'm just, I couldn't be more excited about this one. That sounds really fun. I'm excited. Can you give any behind the scenes like stories with Tyler, working with Tyler? Is, is he fun? Was he fun to work with? So much yeah. fun. Yeah, so much fun. And we, um, we really, not to make it about the work, but we really do approach the work in a very similar way. And so I think there was a, a true ease in our um, working relationship, absolutely. And just a real joy getting to know him. I mean, we didn't know each mm -hmm. other before this project. Um, he's got a, a pretty um, sharp sense of humor and um, he's just a great human being. Um, and I, I enjoyed working with him so much that I'm sad that this was just a one-off movie. And I hope that we'll have an opportunity to work together again, maybe on a oh, sequel. Hey, a Christmas movie. I, or a Christmas movie. Yeah, Caroline, I know that didn't really answer your question. So I'm trying to think of some, some kind of behind the scenes gem I can give you. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I will say he made me laugh a lot. Like, you know, he probably didn't break character more than once on this whole movie and I was constantly doing it just, oh, you know what, I here, I got one for you. So we're doing a scene, the camera is on me, it's my coverage. So he apparently felt the freedom to do whatever he wanted off camera and he decided to say his lines in a Christopher Walken accent. So oh my gosh. I did the best I could to keep it together, but there was a lot of laughter and um, I, I tried and failed to get him to stop because <laughs> at a certain point he just couldn't shake the accent. It's very good. Uh, hey, I'll have to ask him that next time we interview him to get the uh, yeah. Christopher Walken uh, impersonation. Uh, well, this is a really fun cast in this movie. We've, we've been able to interview Elisa Rotaro and Giles Panton, Nelson Wong. We love all three of them. Uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a really fun, even supporting cast. And of course, Tyler. Uh, it's, 
So that must've been a fun group. Yes, absolutely. Um, some incredible actors making up our ensemble cast. Uh, I, I was thrilled with every casting choice. Every performance is really outstanding. Um, I, I got along great with everyone. It was just a really, it was a really great sort of dream team of a casting crew. And then to get to film in Victoria, just was stunning there. Mm, yeah, that would be fun. When did you film this? Uh, about a week after we wrapped uh, season eight of One Calls the Heart. So it was in like uh, September. No, November, December. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's great. Uh, so I, I was wondering, is it, the, I feel like they don't let you be silly enough in When Calls the Heart. And I feel like in these movies, <laughs> one thing I like is that I feel like it allows your silly side to come out a little more and maybe that's just me but i i was wondering if that is something that you enjoy about doing the sort of more modern uh rom-coms is uh, getting to be a little little sillier yeah absolutely um you know i always thought when i was starting out in acting that that comedy would really be my path um it was that was just really my my passion and uh, for whatever reason, I, I kept getting cast in these roles where I was just sobbing over something awful that had happened. And I, <laughs> I couldn't tell you why, but it, I was just, I kept playing these very emotional characters. Um, so yes, it's, it's always a joy to get to be silly and funny and, um, you know, goof around. And there's no shortage of that in It Was Always You. So um if if you like that, then uh, then tune in. There's there's plenty of it. That'll be great. Very good. Well, you answered all our questions, and we really appreciate you coming and talking with us. And uh, hope you have great success in the season and in the movie. And hopefully, we can have you back maybe uh, again sometime, maybe towards the end of the season. That would be really amazing. Thank you so much. It was great chatting with both of you, Rachel and Caroline. I there were some great questions, and um, and yeah, I'd love to chat again sometime. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, well, do you have social media you'd like to share with our audience? Do I have social media? <laughs> Tell them, Caroline. <laughs> Aaron Crico. <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Aaron Crico, and then I've got a Facebook page, but I, I can't say I do a very good job at it. But but you can just you know, search my name on there too. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't think I've missed one, but I do live tweet the When Calls the Heart episodes and I'll be live tweeting. It was always you as well. So join us, join the conversation. It'll be fun. Oh, great. Uh, we will look forward to that. And thanks again. And uh, let us know if you're listening, let us know if you have any questions or, or thoughts about the things we talked about. We'd love to hear in the comments. And, uh, and thanks again. And we will hopefully again, be able to have you back on in a, uh, in a little bit. So we'd like to thank Erin for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun to get a chance to talk with her. And uh, Caroline, where can people find you? At Mita Caroline or on Twitter. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast on Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that so much. We have our When Calls 
the Hallmarkies show that's bi-weekly with me and Caroline and Ruth Hill, where we'll be recapping the season. And uh, so make sure that you're following that. Plus we're going to have other content and interviews, things like that. So you definitely want to be subscribed uh, to our channel and be following the podcast. And again, thank you so much to Aaron. We have our patron group. Make sure to check that out. And we also have our merch store, which has tons of fun Hardy's inspired merch. Check that out and we'll talk to you all later. Bye everyone. Bye.